1: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Hello, and welcome back to Growing Up Female. This week's guest is um, a very exciting one. She's founder of Plastic Freedom, she's a lover of extreme sports and adventure. She has so much to teach me today, honestly, about plastic waste. I try my best. Um, but today's guest is Beth Noy. Is that, have I said your surname right there, Beth?
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for being a guest. I'm so excited. We have not talked about anything like this on Growing Up Female yet. Um, so, yeah, thank you.
0: I'm so excited to be here, honestly. As much as like I love talking about plastic and stuff. Well, not plastic, I guess. Um, I actually love the <laughs> yeah. questions that we're going to talk about today. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Oh, good. Good. So, Beth, is it true that you don't actually own a bin?
0: It is and it isn't. I guess which way of looking at it is um, basically I do have a bin, but it's not, I guess, like a general waste one. So a lot of people ask me this and um, you'll see, I guess, a lot of influencers and people into Zero Waste that will say, like, this is the amount of rubbish that I've created in a year. And you'll be like, what? Like how is that possible? But it's because a Mm. lot of your waste is switched to like natural waste. So you know, like vegetables, Mm -hmm. like scraps and stuff like that, that Mm. put straight into your compost bin and go back into the ground. So it's not actually classed as waste, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So I do have. Still, that is
1: still amazing in my eyes.
0: Yeah well I've got um I got rid of my bin actually a couple years ago because I thought what am I like what am I actually doing with this bin I hardly put anything in it the only odd things I do put in a bin which I then um I have like a little compostable bag like a paper bag which I put in the general waste is things like um cooked scraps of food because if you put that in your home compost it attracts rats and I did actually find that out the hard way (laughs) when um I had a I little, love that. Yeah, no, I had a little um what I thought was a squirrel at my cat flap and I was really excited to greet it and then it was not a squirrel.
1: Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. No, I mean there's some things that just you can't you can't you can't be having. No. Uh, so So are you yeah. vegetarian and or anything like that as well? Or yeah, vegetarian.
0: Or vegetarian. Um, okay. It's being vegetarian was something that came after going plastic free um, okay it was it was like a bit of a crazy journey really because I think going plastic free massively opened my eyes to the impact on the environment before that I wasn't really conscious of anything if that makes sense and a lot mm. of people ask me all the time like are you gonna go vegan or are you on your way to going vegan and it I kind of look at things in a different way I guess of how far has that travelled to get to me? Like, what am I eating? How long is the packaging mm. going to last afterwards? So I just tend to reduce mm. and buy local and buy what I can with minimal waste and minimal impact and kind of miles on the food that I'm buying as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really good. Do you feel like that's really time consuming? Not anymore. Well, I don't even think your, now you did Now you've done your reset.
0: Yeah, I think one thing that scares people all the time is everyone's got a goal of oh I must be plastic free or I must be vegan or I must be eco-friendly like but if you actually the way I like to think of it is imagine Mm -hmm. when you're growing up and you go into the supermarket with your mum and dad or whoever's looking after you and you you taught how to go shopping without even realizing you being taught to go shopping that is then just the norm so when you go shopping you just buy things and you don't. It's not a conscious thought that you're ever having, mm. having when you're doing that, and mm. that's now how I live. It's not a conscious thought. It's just I've changed my mindset, so that is now how mm. I live, and I don't even think twice about it.
1: So, would you say that people that want to um, be more conscious and mindful um, maybe should look at it as more of a gradual thing, and maybe just uh, rather than like going full on cold turkey, or whatever. That actually, just step by step is probably better because it's it would probably like I almost look at it say like you know when they talk about fad diets when you go like full on, you kind of give up and it's like too hard. Like when you go vegan, like full on, it kind of is a shock to the system probably. And you've got so much you need to learn about before you do something like that. So maybe then it would be more of a sustainable life change if you kind of just slowly make small changes and then it slowly builds up that's a hundred percent
0: what I okay my philosophy and the way that I recommend people to go more eco-friendly I think every single person can make little changes and whether it's for example I, I read this really good thing that was if you want to go vegan but you really enjoy like a certain type of cheese then why not try cutting other things out and see how you get on and then if your mindset changes and then you may not want that cheese in the future but by going oh I'm not even going to start because I like that one thing it kind of puts a block on when really you could start with really small steps and get somewhere that you never even imagined.
1: Yeah exactly I, I'd agree with that for sure Um. so tell us a little bit more about yourself growing up because like all I know is you're the founder. Of- plastic freedom which is incredible and we will talk on about that and but I I want to know more about you and you know where you grew up and you know how has it got you got you to this point
0: yeah so it's kind of crazy really because um I well I dropped out of school when I was uh 16 because you have to stay in school now don't you until you're 18 I think um but Mm. back then you could leave school at 16 and you didn't have to do any further education so I kind of just I didn't really like school I didn't really like people telling me what to do um I had (laughs) I guess in mind yeah like I was I could apply myself when I needed to but I didn't like people telling me when I had to do it so I left school and then went to college for actually two weeks and dropped out because I just thought what am I doing I'm I basically tried to follow what I thought I had to do in my life because that's what everyone else was doing and mm. when I realised that, that I was fighting against myself, I basically just started working for my dad, he has a family company which is like cycling stores and stuff and then ended up there for 12 years <laughs> which... oh wow. Yeah, that was... But um, I guess that's
1: linked more with your passions as well for the outdoors and, like, sports and stuff, I guess, as well. Yes,
0: and it was was actually probably the best thing that ever happened to me because my mum and dad, the way they've brought me, my brother and sister, up is to prioritise happiness all the time. So if being in college wasn't making me happy, then what is going to make me happy? And those years there really allowed me to learn about myself and what I needed to be happy so for me it was having an income that I could then travel do all the sports that I wanted and have that freedom to live my life I really think enjoying your job is a good thing but then that should allow you to live the rest of your life so yeah that kind of sums up what I've been doing (laughs) my whole life up until this point
1: and yeah and you're like a, a great example for someone that um when you follow your passion and what makes you happy success comes from that and like success can is means different things for different people as well um yeah but I think some people are scared some people are scared to do that some people are scared to um step outside um what's considered like the normal like way of doing things you know like going to like you said school then sixth form or college and then university yeah. like people are scared especially if you've got a family like no, no you need to study you need to do like you need to educate yourself because i found myself like that at school i didn't want to go to university really i wanted to i had i was a runner at the bbc and <clears throat> i wanted to do that but then the head teacher spoke to my mum and dad and were like like no you really think she should go to university um even though I didn't get into the one I wanted to go to so that put a downer on it and I just done it and I hated university and I got through it and I got the grade and it was almost just to shut people up and let get them to leave me alone yeah because I just thought I just get through these three years and whatever and I was so miserable but I learned so much from that experience but with my own kids now I'm definitely going to be like right what are you good at what do you love doing go with that
0: do you know what's crazy? I've had so many friends who have done exactly the same as that. They've felt like they had to do it for other people. And what was weird at Christmas, I was um, in—I don't even know where I was. Fort Ventura, I think I was surfing, and I went on a surf lesson with this family, and I ended up sitting with the mum of. Um, she had a teenage daughter and a teenage son, and I ended up talking to her, and she said that her daughter was like really passionate and really like she wanted to go through college and then she wanted to go into like medical and all of this sort of stuff and she was like I just wanted to teach her that no matter what she did she could be successful it didn't have to be going down that route but that's what she's chosen herself and she said her passion for it is just absolutely insane so I think giving people the freedom to do what is driving them like you say is going to cause success and success I guess for me is happiness at the end of the day
1: and you're so making a difference as well I I hope so of course you are that's that's rewarding you know that must be so rewarding and I think as parents they must that is you got to get joy out of seeing your children do what they love and when you see like for me if I saw maybe so passionate about something and making their difference and whatever then you know for me that's just I- I'd be so proud
0: yeah well it was I think that's, it was that's amazing really nice. actually last night because my family came to see the warehouse for the first time yeah um because I ha- had to move into the warehouse during lockdown and didn't have any help so yeah, getting them tough. here and going yeah. th- like I can't believe just over a year ago I was in my spare room at home and now like I'm here yeah. like to see my family's reaction to that was really nice
1: Mm, so nice so tell us more about Plastic Freedom when like you're saying it started a year ago and it's obviously come from your love of um you know sharing your your journey to being plastic free
0: yeah so well it actually started in January 2018 so two years ago um okay I I went plastic free well I started going plastic free in it was on my birthday actually in 2017 and I just started blogging about it I was called the plastic free hobbit actually because I'm quite small (laughs) um oh really yeah everyone that meets (laughs) me goes wow you're really small and I go, yes. Yeah, my I mean, from
1: your pictures, I wouldn't think you're a short for some reason.
0: Yeah, everyone says that. I, I don't know why. Maybe I should do some more like scale pictures so people can see how
1: I am. <laughs> stand, stand next to a mop or something. Okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just for reference. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah, when I started my blog and stuff, one thing that people always said to me, well, two things, was oh that yeah I hadn't thought about it and if if it was easy then I'd I'd just do it but the amount of research you have to do it's just not very feasible and convenient and I was like well I'm going to make it convenient and easy for you because if I do that and I do the work for you and you can just click a button then would you do it yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly Mm -hmm. um and then another thing was well you're one person how are you going to make a difference and i was like this is the thing that like a lot of people don't understand is i guess it's that whole like going down the conventional life route that if you step out of that well how are you actually going to make a difference but you've got to think of it as one person if you think about your friends and your friends group around you if someone starts talking about something or is interested in something and they're not doing it in a preachy way you actually start to think about things a little differently and that's how it spreads and that's how all my customers are as well they are passionate about it themselves and they've got a group of people around them and i said one person can have a massive impact on a huge like group of people around them and then that starts to spread and when you think about the government and all of that is they go for the popularity like they go for the popular things that people are going to vote for so you only have to see how plastics become popular in the news over the last couple of years to know that it is the voices of the individuals and obviously David Attenborough and Blue Planet too (laughs) that of course such a massive shift in how people are thinking
1: that that was basically the the seed that planted the idea yes i feel like this is something that i really want to work on myself um I find it hard because I'm not living in my own home I'm living with my parents and like it's their house and it's like how they do things and we try and recycle as much as we can but I think when I once I have my own home I'll find things a lot easier but so just listening to you is just really interesting and I think you're definitely right like um social media's been a um a good way of sort of reminding me about recycling and not using plastic water bottles all the time and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you say, like if someone's not preachy preachy and like overly righteous about things and it's just like um you know it's like this is what I do and actually this, you know, it's really, you know, it's yeah. good for the planet and it's, you know, and when you watch things like the David Attenborough show, it kind of makes you go, Oh actually do you know what we really need to start thinking about yeah what we're doing in our day-to-day lives and actually when you when you look at a show like that you think oh my god so I want something that's convenient for me but look what it's doing to the like to our planet
0: yeah my whole what I do on social and stuff like that is once you've like kind of been made aware of a problem you don't want to see that problem all the time because it just upsets you and you can feel really helpless you can you can be like well what what can I actually do so What I always wanted was I always had in my mind that there's definitely people, I only have to look at my friends and family, that don't, they're not going to do what I'm doing. They're not going to change their whole life. But can I literally go swap that for that? It's really fun. Look how pretty it is. You're doing a good thing. And then build on that and keep building on that. And then before they know it, half the stuff is plastic free and they've actually not had to do anything at all like they've not had to change their life yeah
1: it's not felt like a sacrifice it's actually like added to their life
0: yeah 100% and if you make it fun um that's where you're gonna change it's not like oh I have to do this today or oh that's that's really killing those animals mm. this that, and the other like take mm. the guilt out of it and turn it into something positive and mm. that's where great things come mm. from
1: yeah, I have to agree with you there. I think no, there's nothing worse than making me feel gu- If you want to push me away, make me feel guilty. Like, yeah. you know, if you're, someone's constantly making you feel shit, basically, about something yeah. you're doing, it's kind of like, oh, you kind of, you then just unfollow and just go, oh, whatever. But yeah. actually, I'm not going to buy a candle from anywhere else now. I love candle. You kindly sent me a candle from Plus Oh, do you like website. it? Love it. And I've got some more, I bought some more um, beeswax, um, like it's the alternative for cling film or sandwich yeah. bags. Love that idea. Um, so there you go. Like, you know, it's just, it's like just you said, things, it's just, it? yeah, yeah. And your website's gorgeous, so easy to go, like to navigate around. And I'm not on there going, oh gosh, yeah, look, that's plastic free, but it's not as luxury or not as nice yeah, or not exactly. as pretty as the plastic one. It's like, you know, you wouldn't even know that you were shopping differently, yeah. if you know what I mean. Well,
0: that's that's the whole thing as well. Is I remember someone kind of put me down a little bit and they said, oh, so plastic free is going to become trendy and then what? And I'm like, but that's what needs to happen. If it becomes trendy, mm. you get younger people on it. And then if I can make a site where people don't even, they're not like, oh, I must go plastic free. But if I make it desirable for anyone to want to come and shop, then they're making a better choice by shopping with me because I make Mm. sure it's delivered plastic free, it goes out plastic free and that company care about it being plastic free as well. So by putting Mm. their money there, it's already making a difference whether they know they're consciously doing it or not.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It's amazing. And what about expense? Because obviously expense comes into everything and um is it more expensive to be plastic free like because obviously I'm I'm, the why the reason I asked. that is I'm thinking that these these might be smaller businesses that are creating these products because it is a newer thing yeah does that mean that it's more expensive
0: for me I love this question because I actually save so much money now there is definitely more expensive products but if you think about like everything that you buy as a whole if you're buying less frequently you're buying like something to reuse that lasts for years it's one expense rather than basically mm. throwing your money in the bin all of the time and mm. a lot of the stuff that is it's so true oh
1: my god it's so true <laughs> why do, honestly why, why have I only just like oh, <laughs> oh yeah of course of course it's Because you might look at you might look at like a chili bottle, what the chili reusable bottle, and think, well that's fifteen quid for a bottle. But actually, then you don't need to buy bottles of water. Fifteen bottles of water later, you've made your money back.
0: Exactly. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
1: Um, was reading about your one tree planted incentive and it sounded so interesting um so i I, and I just love how passionate you are about the planet and um the environment and i'm assuming it's all linked with that so just tell us a little bit more about this incentive and what made you want to incorporate it with plastic freedom
0: yeah so um this is something that I'd been looking at doing for ages but when obviously you are starting a business sometimes it takes a little while before you can afford to start giving away some of your profits to things because otherwise your business goes under so I started thinking about how I'm kind of battling the plastic problem but then am I creating another problem by obviously not using plastic using a lot more cardboard a lot more paper and stuff like that so everything that I do within the business is low waste. Like, for example, I don't put packing slips in orders because if you really need to know what you've ordered for any reason, you've got it on Mm. email. And Mm. I heard about there's a clothing company that I absolutely love called Passenger Clothing and they plant a tree for every order. And I just remembered way back in the day when I started ordering with them how much I loved that. So Mm. I just looked into it and decided that was definitely something that I wanted to do. And I actually went to a um, talk with the Soil Association in London a while ago, and they were all talking about that as well. It's never about solving one problem and creating 10 more. You have to think of it as a circular thing. So yeah, a lot of people could say, oh, why don't you give money to like a plastic charity that's like cleaning up the ocean and stuff like that? Um, but I kind of want to, I'm doing a lot with, the plastic front already I kind of want to round it all off so I'm not causing burdens elsewhere
1: do you know what that's that's so true and I've never really thought of it like that um if if give listeners just in case they don't have an idea Mm -hmm. um this might put you on the spot a little bit but just give them an idea of how important it is um to plant trees like why like how many trees are being destroyed how many rainforests are being destroyed it's honestly
0: crazy if you you only have to look around your house like I would say this with plastic as well if you look around your house and see like the amount of paper and the amount of plastic and stuff that's surrounding us like that has to come from somewhere you Mm. only have to look at palm oil and products as well to Mm. see the devastating effects that's having and you you'll have heard a lot in the news and with politics and stuff in the last year or two about how we're in a climate crisis and one of the things that always comes back is we need to plant more trees so a lot of the parties in the government are saying we're going to plant this many trees by this year and I just think a lot of the time you can feel quite helpless when it comes to the government but I'm a small business I'm one person but we've planted oh god I don't even know how many it is nearly 20,000 now it might even have gone oh wow
1: just incredible
0: yeah just in not even a year really since I started it We might be a year this month um so it it is something that everyone can do you know like a lot of people gift trees to people as well which sounds crazy but um I use that's
1: actually quite cute I think
0: yeah like because for me for example I don't really like people buying me gifts that are going to go to waste so something like that actually means like loads to me that I'm like that's something I really enjoy and it's actually helping the planet as well
1: Mm. So if anyone's listening that knows Beth and wants to buy her a <laughs> present at Christmas or birthday your next christmas you're going to have 50 trees in your name. <laughs> I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> That's And how do you go about that? Is there a website or like can you choose where that tree is going to be planted? Can you choose what tree it is? Like
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of companies that do it i choose to use one tree planted it's one of the one bigger ones i know facebook uses netflix all that sort of stuff um and they're just great because you can pick where you want to plant your trees so i always pick somewhere different each time and the it's they've just got the team set up and the infrastructure to be able to do it so a lot of people go oh, do they actually do it but if you sign up to their newsletter and you go on their website you can see all the videos you can see everything that they are doing so it's kind of like you can follow the journey of that as well
1: Mm. yeah that's really nice it's nice to see that it's nice to physically see that you make a difference I find a lot of the time when you're donating to a charity and if you don't see where your money's going or yeah whatever it can be quite disheartening or it doesn't sort of incentivize you to keep doing it I think
0: yeah exactly
1: like I do find sometimes it can be exhausting when um you donate and then you see the same advert come up, up again and you just feel like you know
0: yeah
1: you want to see a difference and I know that, that might sound really insensitive but no no
0: no um, 100%, with something like, like
1: that it's really nice because I, I was listening to another podcast the other day and the guy was saying like I could have easily donated my money um to another charity to to give out the food but I I wanted to see you know it for myself yeah, yeah. so Um, I think that's really important as well Um, and I think it means more as well and um, it's like my t-shirts at the moment I'm selling t-shirts for Action for Children and what I've said to them is like I need to know exactly how much uh, what this money where this money's going and you know how much does what does five pound pay for and what does 20 pound pay for for these children and I think that's really important.
0: Yeah because you don't just want to feel like you just funding giving money in, yeah like into like a little hole somewhere that you just magically disappears like actually seeing the work that people are putting in it makes yeah. you actually think about it a bit more as well I think
1: yeah I think so it definitely opens your eyes a lot more Opens your eyes and opens your heart, as cheesy yes. as that sounds. <laughs> um, when you were just saying just previously about, oh, if you look around your home and things like that, I was like looking around um, the room I'm in now and I was thinking, oh, my God, like all the doors are wooden and all the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How do we? How do we stop feeling guilty? Like because it's got to come to a point where, like, obviously yeah. your whole house can't be recycled. I'm sure there's some people out there that like build their houses from scratch, and they like, I know that's probably happening a lot more yeah. as well, which is really cool. But like, I do feel that there's a lot of pressure to just try and do everything at the moment. Like, I feel like, you know, I need to stay healthy. I need to eat less meat. I need to save the planet. I need to look after my child. I need to look after myself, and I'm starting to like some well not all the time but sometimes I just feel so guilty that I can't do it all like yeah is there not like is there a point where you're like look don't like we don't expect you all to you know just live a completely plastic free save the planet life um is there is there a line where it's like okay like your mental health and stuff like that kind of come first and as long as you're doing this
0: I definitely think so I I don't know if you've heard that quote of Um, it's about a million people doing it imperfectly than one person doing it perfectly like I always say we do not live in a perfect world if you could literally go oh yeah I'll have that house that's completely made of eco-friendly materials over that one that's also made of eco-friendly materials like it it would be so easy but the reality is is that we've gone into this like time I guess um currently where it is not possible to pick the best option because they're not all available I always say that with when I'm stocking products there's sometimes I'm picking like an option which isn't 100% how I'd want it but it's a damn sight better than what is currently out there so that then creates the market for it creates a demand and then it starts to change but I just say no matter what just don't put pressure on yourself it's always about knowledge if you learn about something you've opened your eyes to it then and then you're going to start making the decisions that feel right to you and I think it it should be a very positive thing it's it's never a judgmental thing I don't look at anyone and go oh my god you're still using plastic like what is wrong with you it's like if someone's we're all started, learning we're all on a yeah. bit of a
1: journey aren't I mean,
0: like I um, I was using plastic up until two years ago didn't yeah. think twice about it. It's the same with people that are vegan or vegetarian. Like at some point, mm. they have eaten meat or dairy and not realised the impacts mm. that it has. So you have to be compassionate to people that aren't. Yeah. And also, because there's some
1: really aggressive people out there. Like oh, I understand yeah. they're passionate, but I think the way you can end up pushing people away. Yeah. Um, and that's where people have to be careful. Like if you, if you want the best for the planet and the best for everyone the best for the future. Um, then I don't think the way forward is like being aggressive about it. No,
0: I think what everyone has to understand as well is like every single person is different, everyone Mm. has a different drive in their life. And I remember I was out with my friends having drinks, and um, this guy said to me, Oh, like your friend said that you're into plastic free stuff, well, I don't care. And I was like, That's totally fine, and I said, (laughs) But do you know what I said, if you look at that straw in your drink right now, that's paper and it's not plastic. And it's because of me and so many other people mm. doing what we're doing so that you can sit there and have mm. your drink and not even notice that that is not yeah. plastic because you're never going to care. Until it gets soggy
1: and then you can't drink out of
0: it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm planning on changing that as well.
1: <laughs> I'm only joking. I like the metal straws, actually.
0: Yeah. I, I like so them. I much- like there's so many alternatives it's just everyone's gone to paper ones but there's there's things like wheat straws which are literally just part of a plant it's grown in the UK they're completely gluten-free as well for anyone that's celiac or anything they they're totally safe they don't go soggy and then it goes back into the ground when it's done you're not having to like and it really it grows really fast so it's
1: actually like a bit of wheat a bit of straw yeah
0: like oh, one wow. of the brands is called Just Straw because it is just straw. Oh,
1: that's brilliant! What a great idea!
0: But I think this see, is like, like we we
1: it, it's it's like back to basics and almost back to like caveman yeah. times, but it's so modern and innovative. I love it. Yeah. And I think it's it's,
0: it's those things like the paper straw. I don't think was the best idea, but it has to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. It's amazing, and it's got to be like affordable in bulk and stuff like that. I've got a friend actually; she's a dentist. She I just recorded with her, and she's um, brought out um, toothpaste tabs and they're tablets. And it's um, it might be something good for plastic freedom.
0: Yeah, um,
1: but um, they're it's in glass jars, and you have thirty tablets in. or 60 tablets in the pot and it's like two, you have two a day you just chew on it with a bit of water and your toothbrush spit yeah. it out and it's got the perfect amount of fluoride and all of that and it's she said like I can't I can't bring out a toothpaste knowing that um the plastic tubes are in the ocean it's like I just yeah. can't do it so it's called parlor for pearl and it's a really oh nice idea gosh, so them. Yeah, so I'm becoming an ambassador for them as well. So I feel like I'm doing my bit. I'm doing my bit. It's little things like that, you know, and like working with brands where, you know, you're just conscious of like the fact that they care about the environment and they're not just, you
0: know. um, I always say it's where people choose to spend their money by choosing to spend your money with like eco-friendly brands. It speaks volumes.
1: Yeah, and Joe, its so nice. They do like a subscription, so people can get it just delivered to their house every month. So they Amazing. don't have to think, "Oh, I'm running out of my Too Faced. I need convenience. I'll just go and get some plastic uh, one of one from the shop." Like you know that it's coming. So I yeah. thought that was great.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: yeah. So people are people are trying, and it's nice. It's good. Yeah, I bet it makes it you feel really happy.
0: It definitely does. Like way yeah. back in the day when I went past it free, I felt so alone and like an actual weirdo and it was kind of like the world was on my shoulders and then seeing everything now I'm like this is just incredible I'm glad I kept going and everyone else kept going that was also fighting that same battle.
1: Mm. Oh it's gonna it's paying off it's good it's really good um so um I want to move on to um Beth the businesswoman because I know this is essentially quite a new thing because like you say two years ago the business started two years ago it's, it's, it's a new business but it seems to be going really well you've got a big following on instagram as well so you've got your supporters yeah what advice would you give to anyone wanting to start up a business an e-commerce business um, especially at a time like now where things are really unpredictable have you got sort of any advice for people
0: yes um find your niche is what I always say mm-hmm. to people uh there's so many when an idea comes up there's so many kind of like replicas or mm. other companies which pop up and are trying to do the same thing but it's the ones that really have the unique selling point which are the ones that stand out to everyone if that makes sense. Mm. So
1: yeah for sure.
0: I'd say put your personality in there, show behind the scenes of the business. Um even if you're just one person like show that because you've got to you've got to let people relate to what you're doing I think that's the only reason why I have a big following is because I'm literally just a normal person that saw an issue went right oh, I need to do something about it started mm. the website I built it within like two weeks got it up and then people have people kind of followed that journey with you as well mm. and I think yeah for sure no matter what if you if you're passionate about it it's going to be fun so it doesn't feel like work so why not give it a go
1: mm-hmm. and I do think though it's you as a person Beth you're very easy to talk to like feel like supplies and stuff would have a good relationship with you so that all really really help
0: yeah um, definitely I love so that's credit to you as well
1: because <laughs> oh, <fine. laughs> because like I think a lot of people feel they need to be like um really corporate and formal and I think the world's changing a little bit I might be wrong I don't know whether it's because of the industry that I work in it's not like that either but um like like please cakes is another brand they're quite chilled and they're cool and yeah like they're not trying to be all like over the top formal and professional I think people can relate to that
0: yeah definitely it was maybe your
1: audience can more I don't know I just get yeah that vibe
0: I couldn't be professional if I tried. I mean, this is me being quite but that, professional
1: maybe that's <laughs> Maybe that's it, though. Like, you, you, like you're like you saying, be yourself. Like, be yourself. Your business represents you. Yeah. Your business is your passion and your love. Just be yourself. And um, if you're passionate about what you're doing, you know, success will come. We said that yeah. at the start, didn't we, as well? Definitely. So it's like comes back around full circle. Yeah. Um, OK, well, as we come to the end of our um, episode, it's been so interesting talking to you um, and it's given me a little boost again to like really think about things when I'm purchasing fruit and bed and not using the plastic bags and all of that stuff. So I appreciate that a lot, Beth. Sometimes we need a little reminder. So when people are listening to this, hopefully this gives them a little reminder to think about the planet when they're doing their little shops and stuff like that. Um just to round it up, I always ask mm-hmm. my guests a couple of questions. Um the first one um is what are you most looking forward to after the pandemic is over and life returns to sort of normal? Um getting the hell out of here.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, but you just want to
1: go surfing and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um I literally need to be I need to have breaks from work and I need to have holidays mm. to function because I need to bring myself back to the things mm. that make me feel free to have that brain power to keep going and not having that I've, the last time i went away yeah. was christmas so i am actually oh, yeah, going you're... to Newarky next week hopefully um i've got a oh, house booked there, so fingers crossed. Do you know what
1: things are starting to ease up a bit and um like i've got family members who've booked flights to ibiza and yeah um, so i think not long and you'll be free again hopefully <laughs> this is nice. um, and then the last question is what advice would you give to your younger self
0: I love this question as well uh, purely because I I wish I knew back then what I knew now and it's basically just to listen to your gut always mm. act on it and understand that it's okay to be different because being different is what makes everyone so unique and so special and if you can really understand that every single person is different personality has different things going on it makes you a lot more um understanding of how people act how they are and it Mm -hmm. helps you to not take things so personally as well
1: I totally I love that so much I totally agree with you I think people, when they when people say that, um, they focus on um, the aesthetics is again, like, oh, we're all different and it's about how you look. But actually, personality-wise, I feel like um, now I appreciate everyone's differences so much more. Yes. It's made me more of a sort of almost, like, wiser, more knowledgeable, uh, more colourful person because I... I appreciate so many different people from all walks of life and I think yeah. that makes you definitely more well-rounded a hundred percent and it I love it, that
0: it makes life so interesting as well like if everyone was the same it would be boring
1: <laughs> yeah, if you imagine just sitting around the table and you're all the same <laughs> no, that'd no, be the worst be dinner party ever wouldn't it <laughs> so boring <laughs> oh Beth thank you so much maybe one day I can come surfing with you I think I'll be absolutely terrible but I'll give it a go I'll get you on there (laughs) that'd be so good thank you so much (laughs) for being such a great guest
0: thank you so much for having me it's been amazing
1: you're welcome take care don't forget to rate review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to growing up female I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female see you then